Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Today, we thought we would explore a topic that I have been thinking about. And, you know, the other day, I was sort of looking at the definitions around satisfaction. So many people feel dissatisfied with their life or with their business, in their job, whatever it is, in their relationships. And so, so often really trying to create more satisfaction. So we we thought today we'd explore the concept of satisfaction what that means, how we can create it on a regular basis so that we have a more fulfilling life. What do you think, Laura? Yes. Um, You know, chasing after uh, satisfaction has not been very satisfying (laughs) for me. (laughs) Um, Totally. Because it's exactly like you said. I mean, there's kind of this, always the moving carrot. Um, One need gets met and then the next need pops up. So it can feel kind of, you know, I mean, otherwise we would probably all report that we feel more satisfied. But research shows like usually when you survey people on a certain level, level of just general satisfaction in their life, there's always things that they feel they have yet to do, yet to accomplish. Yeah. And I, I think we're driven in a society that is like always looking for that carrot, right? Like that's the culture, the next carrot, the next carrot, the next carrot. Almost everyone I know doesn't even stop to enjoy the carrot they create because they've got the next carrot they're running after. And I think it's so interesting. So the definition, because I love exploring definitions and I was looking at definitions and the definition of satisfaction is to fulfill a need or want, or at least that's one of the definitions. And as I thought about that, I'm like, that is not a great way to frame satisfaction because if it's a need or want, as soon as we fulfill one need or want, we create the next need or want. And so it's like this constant state of lack, this constant state of not being satisfied. So I thought that was really interesting in and of itself to explore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think that on some level, we've become conditioned to believe that we need that moving carrot to stay motivated, that if we wake up feeling satisfied that somehow we'll lose our drive. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people I know think that if they don't keep that carrot moving, if they don't like strive for the next big goal, that they'll actually be lazy. It's not even that they won't have a drive. It's like somehow we've equated that to laziness. If we're satisfied, we're lazy. We're not good enough. We're like obviously not successful enough to be motivated for the next carrot, yeah. right? Like it's so interesting the way we find Right. It. And it's so ironic, right? Because then it's kind of like, okay, um, I'm supposed to be feeling eventually satisfied. I'm supposed to feel content. Like there's some sort of end at this end, you know, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but yet we don't really recognize that we have gotten there. Like when we wake up one day and we feel really good, we feel really satisfied. We kind of have a nagging, you know, at the back of our mind that's like, "Mm, yeah, but then what's next? (laughs) Wait, wait, what are you missing? You know, I think we almost like have a a little bit of an anxiety of like, "Uh uh-oh, I must be forgetting something. 
Yeah. And I think it's kind of like that glass half empty, glass half full. Like we're trained to look at what's empty. We're, we're trained to look at what we don't have enough. And that's just like our our mind training. It's the way the world's trained us. And so then it's funny because, you know, there's this new trend of like we try to turn it to be the opposite, like the gratitude journals or the, you know, spending time with gratitude, which does put us back on being more satisfied. When we look at what we're grateful for, we start to refocus on satisfaction. Whereas what we're normally doing is looking at what goals we haven't accomplished, what we don't have yet, what we need to create, who we need to become, right? Because the self-help world is also very fixated on this. Like how can we constantly improve ourselves? We're never satisfied with who we are or what we've learned. There always has to be more. Yes. And there was something that you said, um, Oh, wait, it was the gratitude. It was just the gratitude journals. And, you know, that that isn't, I think that's why those work, you know, why practices of gratitude bring us back into being present and being um, satisfied because there's not that future oriented perspective of like, what else can I get done? What else am I supposed to accomplish? You know, we get to feel in that moment reflective and we get to shift the mindset to say, wait a minute, I have created a business? Like how many years ago was it just a dream? And now like for three years or four years, five, 10, whatever you're in, you know, like you get to think for a moment, like you've done something, you've actually accomplished something. And there's satisfaction when we just stop and reflect on what we've already accomplished, what we're grateful for. And that, I don't know, that's an interesting thing, right? In our humanity of like, and part of that's cultural conditioning. Some of it's maybe biological that we're kind of always looking for what's next or like what's on the horizon, that part of us that wants to explore and be curious about what's coming around that next corner. But I love gratitude practices because I think that does exactly that. It shifts us back into a mindset where we can feel some satisfaction and some relief and some appreciation, you know, for where we are and what we've already done. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting as I was exploring these definitions and contemplating this topic, and one of the other definitions around satisfaction was a state of being satisfied. And I felt that is so powerful if we really look at that, that we have the control to create a state of being that is satisfied. Like we have a choice. Every day we can wake up and we can decide that we're going to be satisfied right? Like that's such a game changer. If we really look at how to shift our practice of how am I dissatisfied? What's wrong? What's not good enough yet? To a state of mind that says, I am satisfied. That would change everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's so like in alignment with what I was just thinking about the gratitude practice, because it's that moment where you just shift your perspective and you have, this is the thing. We always feel so out of control and that moving carrot just makes us feel more out of control. <laughs> like where the heck I can't grasp it. But when we actually have awareness, if we become mindful in the moment, we do have control over our thoughts of like where we put our attention and I love that saying, I've been teaching it to my daughter lately, my kids, both my kids, you know, is like where your intention goes, energy flows, right? And that is so much what you're talking about. It's like, if your intention is to wake up in the morning and actually notice, oh, I can start 
from a mindset is satisfaction. Like I can feel abundant. I can feel satisfied right here in this moment. Then energy actually flows there. Mm, Exactly. And how does that shift? I mean, let's talk about it with application to business, right? Because how does that shift the business? So many women I know are always stressed out, always worried. They never enjoy the business as it is right now because they're always trying to make more money, get more clients, do the next thing, make it more stable, make it grow, make it scale. Like it's always this hunger for more, 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 more. And then if you think about the way that energy translates into our business, translates with our family, translates onto clients, translates onto prospects, right? It's not really good feeling energy. But imagine. If we woke up every day fully satisfied, choosing to be in a state of satisfaction, would that not draw so many more clients? Like how many like people would be like, I want what she has, like, you know, and they might interpret it as it's because you created this amazing business or you've created all these structures and, you know, and that's what the world does. But oftentimes it's the being we're attracted to and we think, wow, that person is satisfied. I want to feel like that. Yes, yes. And as you're describing it, it just makes me think, you know, it's so, it makes so much sense biologically as well, like in our body. So when we wake up feeling satisfied, then we are coming from a much calmer state of being. And that means our body is most likely going to shift into more of our parasympathetic arousal, which means parasympathetic is able to rest and digest also means our brain is a little bit more, um, it's able to take in more information because it's not in heightened state of that fight flight, which is our sympathetic arousal, right? So when we're chasing the carrot, we're literally acting as if there's a tiger behind us chasing us towards the carrot and we're like in this like sympathetic arousal. So we have more cortisol in our system. We're actually feeling more stress and stress just shuts down our creativity, it shuts down our productivity. And so that energetic state of being satisfied is not only just kind of sending it out in some sort of non-tangible way, it's really shifting your body, your way of being. And like you said, people are attracted to that. Yes, exactly. And that's such a game changer. And that's, that's, it produces so much joy and peace for us, but also for all of the lives that we touch. And so I've really been thinking about this and how to cultivate that in my life on a daily basis. Like how can I create a state of being that is in satisfaction, right? Versus a state of being that is in lack or, you know, always wanting more and never satisfied. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I've been exploring. And it's really interesting to think about how we cultivate that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's something that I think we are starting to understand more and more in the world of business that, and this is the feminine way of business that you and I love so much. It's really starting to be more internally motivated, be more mindful of your state of being and not just the state of doing and just this constant, you know, going and going and going. I actually just posted I shared this article about depression and it made me think about, it was just, you know, different ways of acknowledging ways we know like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more 
depressed. And it got me thinking about, you know, for entrepreneurs, we are in this startup culture. I think that even if you're 10 years in your business, there's still somewhat always that that culture of go big or go home, right? It's just like, just go big or go home. And so I was thinking about that and I just tweeted, you know, like about, you know, hey, like let's actually shift from going big to let's go gentle and go far. I love that. Go gentle and go far. Like it's so true. (laughs) And this is where we – so many of the skills I teach in my program and so much of what we talk about in this podcast, you know, it's about skill building. It's about pace. It's about running a marathon, not a sprint. It's I mean, you can see these same themes running through, right? It's going gentle and far versus fast and failing quickly. You know, like there's all these, these things that we do that we need to slow down. We need to create a better pace. We need to work more on our state of being than on what we're doing. And that produces so much power. And I think that's what we've lost. Like we forget or we just have never even had the reference points for how much shifts when we are in the right state of being. So one of the exercises, you know, there's a bunch of things that we can do to shift into that space. But one of the exercises I have all my clients do like every day if possible is what I call morning pages. And you can find that in The Artist's Way, which was where it was originally printed, um, which was a great book about how to activate your creative self. But Morning Pages is like this place where you're able to just dump all your thoughts onto paper so that you're able to get all that, that sort of the first layer of thinking and some of the negativity and all these things kind of supposed to get them out. And I think what that does is it, it allows us to see what we're thinking. It allows us to shift our mindset. It allows us to, to change how we feel. And when we reset ourselves, when all of a sudden we're in a different state of mind and then we take action from that mind, guess what? We produce so much more results. And so for a long time, you know, like some of my clients will come in and they'll resist doing the morning pages. They're like, oh, I don't want to journal. I hate this. I'm not going to do it. And they'll resist, resist, resist. And they're still trying to create, you know, sales from negative mindsets or from fear or from anxiety. And then all of a sudden they start doing the morning pages and they reset themselves and they're in a more positive space and they're in more of like a, oh, I love my life or I feel really good about my life. And then they're creating sales from there. And it's like such a huge shift. 10 times more results or 100 times more results. And so all of that shifting and changing, but they never really related it to their state of being. Yes. Oh, that is, it's just so common, you know, that we are so, I don't know, we're presented with these ways of shifting our states of being. And most of the time we are really committed to our familiar patterns, right? Of just like showing up and having coffee and like getting to work. And we don't want to sit there and pour out our thoughts on paper. But I think that, you know, one of the the things that also came to mind kind of, you know, just taking this into a space of business and we talk about satisfaction, you know, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, they're thinking about success, right? It's like in order to feel successful, I'm going to have to be satisfied. I have to, what does that mean? You know, I need to make this much money. I need to do this many things. And I have found that redefining what success is in my business has really helped me to become more satisfied. So I'm kind of taking this a little bit in a different, maybe in a, a, a different branch. And we may have to have a whole nother talk about that. But what do you think about that? Like about just people's expectation of success and kind of setting them up to sometimes not feel satisfied if those ideas are so, I don't know, 
like mainstream and out of reach and lofty and yeah, well, I think oh, – I mean, we could talk all day about redefining success. It's something I've been harping on for years. I mean, I think that it is absolutely a fact. Like most of the time, our definitions of success aren't even really our own. There's someone else's definition of success that we've taken on and they're a concept. They're not anything we actually feel. They're not anything we actually really want. It's what we think we have to do. And interestingly enough, I think the opposite is also true of what you were just talking about, that sometimes we feel like until we reach success – we won't be satisfied. And yet, no matter how hard we strive for success, no matter how much success we create, guess what? We're still not satisfied because success does not equal satisfaction. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, for for me, I think that I have to kind of in that same vein of being grateful and like stopping and, and being mindful of like, what is my state of being is that when I am not really understanding what success is like if i'm if i'm defining my success by other people's standards and i'm constantly dissatisfied <laughs> i really have to shift into my state of being and my true essence like why did i create this business you know what was i really here to do what am i trying what am i doing what's important to me because often i will find that i'm trying to measure my business by some success that just are metrics that don't even matter to me. You know, like I have talked about this so many times, you know, is that I am an activist entrepreneur. And if I am succeeding in disrupting and creating new systems and new ways for people to be in the world and to interact together, like that's successful. And even if I may have to be like, Oh, I don't have as many people that, you know, as many members right now, or as many clients, because they don't quite, you know, they don't know exactly what it is that I'm doing and I haven't gotten that reach or whatever that is that you hit in your business. I've had to redefine that, you know, for myself to be like, well, it's a different thing. I'm not going, trying to be the grow the fastest and create the empire. I'm actually trying to make a, an impact like within my local community or within my regional community or country, whatever. But redefining that is so important and it comes back to what you were saying about that definition of satisfaction, being able to approach it from a state of being as a place of, yeah, it's more authentic with us, with ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And, and it made me think as well, like, what would we create from a state of satisfaction? versus from a state of dissatisfaction, right? Like, because if you think about it, most of us are striving for something to make us whole, right? So we're looking for this outside thing. So like, if we create enough money, we'll finally be valuable. If we contribute enough in the world, if we have enough impact, if we do all these things, we'll finally be worthy, we'll be valuable, we'll be validated. Like that's oftentimes what we're creating from. So we're creating from like not being good enough, right? So that is a level of dissatisfaction in a way. We're not good enough. We're not satisfied with who we are and what we've created up to this point. We need to create more to be satisfied. But what would we create if we were already in a state of satisfaction? If I was fully satisfied today in my body, in my mind, in my family, in my relationships, in my business, in the world, what would I create just from inspiration? That is a very good place to 
to start from. Yeah. 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 I mean, I really encourage everyone to take this as like a journal entry. Like go go sit someplace with your coffee or wherever you want to do. Go sit in nature. Like and really contemplate that. Like help yourself create a feeling of satisfaction, being satisfied in this moment, in this time with everything that I have. And then think about what would I create from this state of satisfaction? That is such a different approach than the way we're normally coming from. Yes. And I would add to that just to kind of help you get into that state of satisfaction Be really present in that moment. If you're sitting in your own living room with that cup of tea or coffee, or you're sitting out in nature, you know, feel yourself in that moment and notice everything you have in that moment, all the needs that are being met, right? Like, oh, I can feel my body on this rock and I'm so healthy. I have an able body. I have an able mind. I can feel the sun. I'm in this beautiful earth. You know, it's like really just take yourself into that present moment to notice all the needs that are met and to feel the satisfaction of that. Like that is a place that we can start sometimes because the mind is telling us all this story of like, but I need to get on this and I've got to get this done and this, but really that present ability to be in the body and notice the sensations of like, this feels really good, you know, to be resting with my cup of tea, to have my favorite blanket, to be looking at out on my yard or my favorite piece of art that's above my mantle. You know, it's like, what, where are you and what is it that you can take in to really feel that piece of satisfaction? That's just a little bit of a, a tip on like how to get into that state of satisfaction to do that exercise you're recommending, Sonia. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I and I think how do we cultivate a daily state of being that's satisfied, right? And it is all about being in the present moment. I, mean, I think it's really like there's two major components. One is being present, being in our body, feeling the moment without moving towards the future or the past, like but really being present. And the second thing I think is about shifting our attention. So back to the present, back to what we have versus what we don't have. And I think that's the really, it's so easy. You know, we think it's not easy. We think it will really be hard. But I was even thinking like, you know, as you were talking about getting back into your body and, you know, for your able mind and your able body, even if you don't have an able mind and an able body, right, there is still that ability to be able to lay in whatever circumstances you're in and find satisfaction there right? Like exactly. that yes. is the true, true practice is no matter what, like not when everything's perfect, not when everything's beautiful and the sun's out and I'm enjoying every moment, but like my life is falling apart and can I still cultivate a state of satisfaction? And I have done that and I know what that feels like. Like it's not easy, but getting into the practice of it really changes everything because then no matter what circumstance you're in, no matter what happens in your life, you are not affected or controlled controlled by it because you choose the state of satisfaction. Mm. And by doing so, you really learn to notice and trust your capacity to be in whatever it is, whatever situation you have a capacity to be there and to summon up your state of satisfaction. And that is up to you. No one else can do that for you, but also means you don't need to rely on the external world, the reviews of your book or your customer, you know, ratings of your business or your 
uh, financial, you know, reports, like you don't have to measure your satisfaction, yourself by any of those standards. You can start from this place of being cultivating satisfaction. And I just thought of the word in itself. It's so much about self-compassion, Sonia, and self-love. I mean, to be satisfied is to really allow yourself to be loving towards yourself, to be gentle with yourself, to be compassionate. And that's, yeah, powerful. Yeah. Well, and it's so much about acceptance, right? Like acceptance yes, yes. of our Acceptance. Exactly. Acceptance of our circumstances. And not just acceptance like, oh, fine, I'll accept. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like embracing almost, like appreciating. So it's all these words that we use, you know, gratitude, appreciation, you know, um, acceptance, surrendering, like all of these have a flavor in this. And I think that, you know, yeah, I just think it's I just I really 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 love this conversation and it's making me want to reframe things cuz the thing is is that this whole like state of being satisfied it's a practice, right? Because the whole world's pulling us to be dissatisfied. So, yeah. like, you know, I fall into that trap where it's like you know, my partner puts attention on things that I'm like that are negative or, you know, my kids are dissatisfied or, you know, the world's telling me I should do, you know, go for X, Y, and Z or there's all these things in which like it's so easy to fall into the default of dissatisfaction. But to make that my mantra, my practice every day to wake up and be like, I'm going to be satisfied today with everything that's here and to create from there, that is bliss. Like, that is absolutely what I want to cultivate. Mm, I love it. I love it. Whenever I have a um, mantra that's something around like expanding a state of being, I love to use the starting phrase is I am expanding in my threshold for, and then you fill in sort of, so I'm expanding in my threshold means like there's this ability threshold for satisfaction, like I am expanding in my threshold to experience satisfaction or my threshold for receptivity or my threshold. So it's like this idea that it's not, you don't even know that like there is a state that you're achieving, right? It's like the mantra is I'm just expanding in my threshold to be able to feel satisfaction or to shift my mindset. So I just want to leave that with listeners to think about like if you're using some type of mantra but those are powerful words to expand your threshold for something. That means that you're making more room, you're opening up your energetic state to let those feelings of satisfaction in because they're there. And it's, yeah, it's waiting for you to, to be able to really see them instead of, like you said, looking for where you're dissatisfied and moving from a place that we are motivated by only our pain points, only our dissatisfaction. Yeah. That's, yeah, that can be shifted. I love it. So may we wish you all a more of a state of being of satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> may you find more satisfaction in your daily life. And um, I think we'll wrap up for today. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Are you looking for a supportive community of women business owners? Come join us in our free Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. We have honest conversations about how to grow your service business, conduct live Q&As, and support each other as we navigate the world of being a woman in business. You can find us at facebook.com backslash groups 
backslash women in the business arena. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.